Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, September 20th. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. Yahoo's Ross Dellinger explores the idea of the Mountain West and Pac-2 creating a two-conference system in which teams can be promoted and relegated a la European soccer for football and possibly other sports. One group of 5 AD tells Dellinger, it's kind of brilliant. The reason it wouldn't happen is that people wouldn't enter into something if they have the risk of losing something big, like being relegated. But the economics could make sense. Dellinger explains that while the concept is just one of many ideas being floated, the conferences, if kept separate and recognized as such by both the NCAA and college football playoff, would retain the millions of dollars in assets in existence within the Pac-12. Including at least $50 million in NCAA tournament basketball shares, retain AQ spots in NCAA championship tournaments for each league's champion in all sports except football, and retain revenue distribution from the CFP for each league, a real question. Dellinger provides lots more in the way of details but in regards to whether the leagues would actually do it, one source with knowledge of discussions between the leagues says, everything is on the table. We're looking at a lot of options. This one included. U.S. Senator Ted Cruz of Texas believes it's 60 to 40 that Congress will pass some sort of NIL legislation, and Yahoo's Ross Dellinger reports a full-throated applause erupted from his audience at Lead One's fall meeting, which consisted of more than 75 FBS ADs. Minutes later, Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut remarked, the changes are not 60 to 40. They are less than 50 to 50 that Congress does something comprehensive in the short term. Cruz himself acknowledged that while he's optimistic, I don't want to underestimate the challenges. That 40 percent in the 60 to 40 is real. I'm optimistic because I think the need is urgent. But we also have a dynamic where there are real, meaningful partisan divides. That being said, we can overcome them. Lawmakers say the main sticking points are legal protections for the NCAA, GOP generally for, Democrats generally against, and the classification of student-athletes as employees, Democrats generally for, GOP generally against. Murphy to the ADs on what he believes is coming, the clock is ticking. The appellate courts and the Supreme Court are going to strike down the existing system and paradigm sooner rather than later. I think it's going to be up to the folks in this room to really lead on reform. Right now, this is not a priority issue in Congress. More from U.S. Senator Chris Murphy at Lead One's annual fall meeting, I don't think the NCAA or the conferences have shown that they have the students' best interests at heart, and so I'm not interested in giving power back to those entities. I think that would be a big mistake. Neither am I interested in pulling back the rights of students. Murphy also explained he believes the solution is best figured out via direct conversation between student-athletes and schools and conferences and the NCAA. It doesn't have to be a labor union like the Teamsters, but the idea that we find a means to step out of the way and have students speak for themselves in conversation with their employer, and you might disagree, but I think it feels and smells and sounds a lot like employment at the highest level of the sport, is I think increasingly attractive to me as a potential way to move forward here. In addition, Murphy believes the industry should be more forward-thinking in how it approaches revenue sharing and doesn't agree with the argument that it would be too complicated. I don't buy that, that's an excuse for all of the money to be continually captured by the adults and none of it to be shared. Even more from the Lead One Fall meeting, where U.S. Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia remarked, you might not like this one, but the Pell Grants, most student-athletes today come from challenged areas and they qualify for Pell, right? All the athletic departments use it. Well, we need that money to help kids who have very little chance of getting an education. 
I think that if there's so much money in the athletic departments and there's so much money coming in, you should at least pay for the kids' education. You shouldn't have the federal government with the Pell Grants paying for it. Manchin also voiced his displeasure with the transfer portal, option B is getting an education. That should be option A. First of all, I'm probably never going to graduate because I'm flip-flopping back and forth. And next of all, no one's going to be able to develop my skills. And on collectives, I've got to be honest with you, I just think they're frustrated athletes that didn't play much or didn't get a scholarship and they made a lot of money and now they want to be in the game. Also from Man Chin, should student athletes be employees? Jesus criminy, are you crazy? You want to make a kid an employee of a school because of their athletic scholarship? We offer our deepest sympathies to the Dartmouth community on the passing of longtime football head coach Buddy Tevens. President Sion Lee Bylock and AD Mike Herity stating, This is tragic news for Dartmouth and the entire football world. Buddy not only was synonymous with Dartmouth football, he was a beloved coach and an innovative, inspirational leader who helped shape the lives of generations of students. With input from the Tevens family, we will plan to honor Buddy's legacy in many ways in the coming weeks and months. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Wednesday, September 20th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.